0: Today is Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. Biden says he's very proud of his criminal son who just pled guilty and got a slap on the wrist. Man, we are living inside of a declining country, are we not? Cash Mattel joins the show. Cash is a former federal prosecutor. He's going to tell us what happens next. This ain't over, baby. And Sean Davis of The Federalist will be here to discuss. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Fresh off of uh, flight from this morning. Yesterday, we were in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Holy smokes, do we have content uh, for you from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It will uh, remind you that there is something called deep and abiding decay inside of this country, inside of leftist-controlled super cities with uniparty, unilateral control for the last 75 years. We will bring to you some sights, sounds, and some shock about what these people are doing. They've created a literal zombie city. It's not third world, it's fourth world. It's dystopian world. You haven't seen stuff like this inside of like Hollywood. This is outside of like the depravity of anything that can be thought up in Hollywood, which is already a very depraved place. Man, wait till you see it. We went there so that you could really see what could potentially come to your town. Now, where was my hometown? My hometown was Cedar Rapids, Iowa, actually a little farm enclave on the outskirts of Cedar Rapids, Iowa, a place called Shueyville. You ever heard of it? Ah, There's was like seven people that lived there. That's where I was raised. One gas station town, one horse town. That was in the state of Iowa. What was all around me? Hog farms. What do I care about the very most? Protecting the American farmer, protecting our food, protecting our food supply. Ladies and gentlemen, that is why I use Moink, M-O-I-N-K. Moink delivers me delicious food, but particularly delicious bacon. It's not just me, Shark Tank host Kevin O'Leary called Moink's bacon the best bacon he's ever tasted. I know bacon, I worked on a hog farm, I worked on farms my entire adult life. This is how I paid for gas money in my red Camaro before I crashed it. Ladies and gentlemen, keep American farmers going by signing up for moinkbox.com slash Benny right now. Moinkbox.com slash Benny. M-O-I-N-K is how you spell it. Get the best bacon you have ever tasted. And that includes yours truly. And I come from bacon country, baby. And don't have uh, your cities turn into Philadelphia. A lot more to come on that. Very, very soon. Elon Musk responded to our tweet last night. It was uh, very interesting about the decline and the decay inside of Philly. But you ain't you ain't ready for this, man. We got on a plane early in the morning and we came here to our studio. We are back in Tampa. Thank God. Thank you for all of you praying for me. I said, I'm going to Philly and I get 400 emails from people saying, don't go to Philly. Oh man. As we were out in the streets filming, we realized that, um, you know, the Washington Generals, Lost to the Harlem Globetrotters again. That might that might seem like uh, off topic here, but but st- stay with me. All right, stick with me for just just a moment. When I was a little when I was a little boy growing up in Iowa, the Harlem Globetrotters came to my hometown. My parents brought me there. Not a lot going on. So if the Harlem Globetrotters come to town, they are of course the trick basketball team, and that team has to fight someone. Right there has to be a heel inside of this entertainment. And the heel is a team called the Washington Generals. The Washington Generals are, according to their description on Wikipedia, a fake team, of course. They are the team that is supposed to simply uh, be the comedy and comedic error on the on the, the court for the Harlem Globetrotters to dunk on. The Harlem Globetrotters will win. The Washington Generals has have never won. Their function is to exist primarily as a part of the Harlem Globetrotters Act, effectively being stooges for the Globetrotters. While the Globetrotters play tricks and perform spectacular displays of skill on the crowd, the generals attempt to play a normal game of basketball. They get humiliated every time because the game is rigged. I'm sick and tired of being part of the Washington Generals. I am sick and tired of being uh, on the court when the game is rigged, the outcome has already been decided. When every shot for the other team will go in is a slam dunk, Hunter Biden's case, a slam dunk. And every single time we try and put up any type of offense, it just falls flat on its face. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of seeing. I'm sick of seeing articles like this about Hunter Biden. The Washington Generals have never won. They've never won, ladies and gentlemen. This is the uh, this is the uh, the year that we start trying to win. Spent a lot of time yesterday with a presidential candidate. His name's Vivek Ron Swamy. Spent time with Trump, spent time with DeSantis. I'm sick of being the Washington Generals. I'll say it. The page, the Harlem Globetrotters website has a perfect image here. See the two guys in green? Those are the Washington Generals. See them at the top? And you see the guy dunking the basketball? And they're just standing there, befuddled. And there's like a guy with his feet in the air, and the ball has been dunked over the top of them. I'm sick of being that. Tired of it. That's effectively what the Republican Party has been. That's effectively what the judiciary has been for the Democrats. In this situation with Hunter Biden, this five-year abortion of justice, where Hunter Biden in five years has had zero Actual pressure put on him by our Department of Justice for unspeakable numbers of crimes. And we will have some of the best experts on criminology on the show here. Cash Patel, former federal prosecutor, will join us soon. But I am just like sick of looking at things like this and knowing that like the game has been rigged. Okay, here from the Federalist Hunter Biden's charges are nothing but a diversion from Brett Tolman. Uh, an attorney who's really, really good. Biden's DOJ is letting Hunter Biden walk away with the kind of slap on the wrist that most defendants can only dream about from inside of a prison cell. What a breathtaking and damaging act of misdirection. After five years of investigation and a host of criminal acts by Hunter Biden, the Department of Justice finally, finally brought charges to the president's wayward son. While the DOJ hopes that the public focuses on words like charges and guilty to form an image of accountability, They're actually letting Hunter walk away with a slap on a wrist that most defendants dream about from inside of their prison cells. In the same breath, which the DOJ announced that it was charging Hunter, it also stated that the case had already been resolved. That's very strange. Hunter will plead guilty to and serve probation for two small tax fraud misdemeanors, while a felony firearm possession charge will disappear after he completes pretrial diversion. It's a resolution that if the defendant's last name weren't Biden, would sound almost too good to be true. That's because it is too good to be true. Ladies and gentlemen, I have for your viewing pleasure the literal document from the Department of Justice website here on the DOJ website. Take a look at it, screenshot it before they scrub it. This is pre-trial diversion program Orders created by the U.S. Attorney General Office, it will exclude any individual who, number three right here on the list, accused of an offense involving brandishing or use of a firearm or a deadly weapon. The DOJ is, in their own words, breaking their own rules. Do you feel like you are part of the Washington Generals? Do you feel like the game is rigged against you? I am showing you in black and white, now this is not part of the other 600 federal felony charges that were found on Hunter Biden's laptop. This family should be put in prison for the rest of their life inside of a prison cell in Antarctica, buried deep beneath the ice where Greta Thunberg can't even find them. Ladies and gentlemen, you are witnessing the biggest aberration of justice ever forced upon the American people. I, I am not a lawyer. I am not a legal expert. And I can show you in black and white that they have decided to effectively not charge Hunter Biden with anything. Now we know that Hunter Biden brandished a firearm whilst on drugs. We know that he lied on his federal NICS form. We know that there are mandatory sentencing for lies to the federal government on your firearm registration form. We also know that Hunter Biden threw that firearm into a dumpster by a school while on drugs, and that the Secret Service rolled through to try and mop off the whole thing. Do you feel like the Washington generals yet? Do you feel like the stooges who just sit here to try and make it look like it's a fair game? The heels? As we get dunked on, I am so sick of this. You know who was in charge of the Department of Justice? Bill Barr. Donald Trump's administration, Jeff Sessions, there was nothing. St- Jeff Sessions had a sip of Russian vodka once, so it stopped him from looking into Russia Gate. He had to recuse himself. Oh, wow. Keeb from Alabama didn't have to recuse himself from Hunter Biden's charges, though. We have the literal photo. Do we have the photo? Throw the photo up. We have the literal photo of Hunter Biden with the gun. Dude's naked. We blurred out the image. We have the literal photo of Hunter Biden with his gun. We have the charging orders here at the Department of Justice. This is the New York Post cover from today. Hunter gets away with this. I'm reading to you again from the DOJ website. No pretrial diversion program will be allowed if the offender is accused of An offense involving brandishing or use of a firearm or other deadly weapon. Does this look like brandishing a firearm? Look at that trigger discipline on Hunter Biden. Back to the Federalists. The feds are notoriously tough on firearms. Nationally, for example, 94% of federal firearms convictions in 2022 involved prison time with a median sentence of 39 months, 39 months. Wow, I'm no math whiz, but that seems like a couple of years behind bars, according to my calculations here on the show. Of course, Hunter won't ever have to end up with a conviction. This is an even rarer event. In 2021, fewer than 1% of cases filed by U.S. attorneys in federal court resulted in this kind of pretrial diversion offered by Hunter. These are real statistics. They are really letting Hunter Biden get away with murder. It's that disparity between Hunter's case and everybody else's that's the true problem, not necessarily the sentence itself. After all, the law in question, which prohibits individuals suffering from an illegal drug addiction for possessing a firearm, likely violates the second amendment plus diversion programs across the country have improved public safety at lower cost to taxpayers but it's clearly not how things are shaking up at the practice at the doj and president biden has expressed an ongoing willingness to harshly punish other firearm offenses what other things has joe biden decided to punish like for instance when he wrote laws about crack cocaine you know they didn't bring any drug charges against hunter biden even though his daddy. Wrote the law with mandatory sentencing for crack cocaine. We have the clip. Check it out.
1: If you have a piece of crack cocaine, no bigger than this quarter that I'm holding in my hand, one quarter of $1, we passed a law through the leadership of Senator Thurman and myself and others, a law that says if you're caught with that, you go to jail. For five years. You get no probation. You get nothing other than five years in jail. Judge doesn't have a choice.
0: Judge doesn't have a choice. Five years in jail. Judge doesn't have a choice. Joe Biden. So again, I'm not looking super closely at Hunter Biden's laptop here, uh, or this video, but let me know do you think that this looks more like do you think this looks like more like a uh, like a quarter do you think this looks like more than a quarter's worth of crack here's just a video sample from hunter biden's laptop no i just laid out
1: the bag it's 2.06 2.07 without the
0: bag so, how long is 2.0. So, that looks like a little more than a quarter's worth of crack, according to his father. Now, his daddy was happy to put hundreds of thousands of young black men in prison for the rest of their lives for a minimum, judge don't have a choice, of five years. Minimum. Many of them got more. But Hunter Biden got nothing, nothing. And that's not just on the crack charges. That's on the human trafficking charges, the prostitution charges. But most importantly, the foreign lobbying and registration charges, of which Hunter Biden obviously was a foreign registered agent. Just not registered. Just like the firearm. Just not registered correctly. Now, these are the kind of charges that would result in, well, you going to prison for the rest of your life. Okay? Hunter's case were it typical according to this expert attorney says could have delivered much more aggressive doj responses typically mixing illegal drugs and firearms usually is a quick trip to the land of five or seven year mandatory minimum sentences whole initiatives such as project safe neighborhoods have been built around getting offenders who combine drugs and weapons off the street. Hunter will walk away with few consequences where thousands of thousands have been left to languish inside a federal prison in terrible conditions. It paints a perfect picture of a two-tiered Department of Justice. So instead of getting Hunter Biden in prison, ladies and gentlemen, we get this. Watch. We have some breaking news coming in. John, let me get over to you.
2: All right, Kate, thanks so much. The breaking news is this, a major development in the federal investigation into Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden. Let's get right to Kara Skinnell for details on this. Kara, I understand there is a plea agreement. What have you learned?
3: Yeah, John, this five-year-long investigation now coming to a head, we have learned from new court filings um, at the U.S. District Court here in Wilmington, Delaware, that Hunter Biden has agreed to plead guilty to multiple criminal charges. I'm going to walk you through this. One of these charges involves, these are two counts of failing to file tax returns in a timely fashion. Those are misdemeanors. He's also going to plead guilty to a charge of a firearm offense. This is the possession of a firearm while you are addicted to a control. Old substance. Now, the firearm offense is going to be diverted. And what that means is that if he meets certain conditions, that charge will go away. This will be over a set period of time. Uh, otherwise, it's the tax misdemeanor charges uh, that he has been charged with.
0: Oh, OK. Hmm. Oh, misdemeanors, huh? Wow. You just didn't pay $200,000 on a couple million bucks that you made. Boy, oh, boy. Tax misdemeanors gun crimes. Where have I heard this before? Oh yeah. In like multiple cases against like rappers, little Wayne, Wesley Snipes went to jail for years. Kodak black. These are like famous rappers. They also happen to be black. These are the same charges that are brought against them. They had to go to jail for years. These are like famous people, powerful people. Democrat Party people, they went to prison. Donald Trump pardoned some of them. You could argue whether that should have happened. But they went away for a long, long time. How much uh, jail time will Hunter get? You know,
3: according to our sources, this U.S. attorney has agreed to recommend to the judge that Biden receive a sentence of probation. So no jail for those tax misdemeanor charges.
0: Do you feel like you're part of the uh, Washington General's? Do you feel like you're part of the fake team that's just there to get dunked on? That's an insult to you. They do this because they want to insult you. They want to openly degrade you. This is a a tactic. Demoralizing. They're trying to demoralize you. Now, we're going to say here on this show that we won't be demoralized. I'm not trying to dogpile on. But I feel like tough truths... Are often necessary for people to make real changes. This is why Alcoholics Anonymous starts with, "Hey, yo, I have a problem." Yep, it's true. I must admit it. I have a problem. Now, shockingly enough, even the corporate media is admitting uh, this is a this is a major issue here. Like, wait a second, this really doesn't look right. So you're sending to jail. For the exact same charges, Hollywood actors, famous rappers, uh, millions of other people. But this guy's getting off. This certainly doesn't look right. CBS News. uh, CBS News had the capacity to say uh, this is blatantly wrong. People are not going to believe that there's any justice in this country at all. Watch.
3: I can tell
4: you, having covered this for several years now, that this is likely to be a very controversial plea agreement, especially with Republicans on Capitol Hill. Over the last few years, not only in the House, but in the Senate, their investigators have raised very serious questions about these business deals with Chinese nationals, as well as this Ukraine energy firm, Burisma. And then more recently, we've had whistleblowers come forward. An IRS whistleblower spoke on the record with CBS News, as well as whistleblowers from the Justice Department have gone to Capitol Hill complaining that this investigation has been slow walked and that standard investigative procedures have not been followed. So this may just be the beginning of the story in many respects.
0: Mm, Okay. Well, we'll ask again, Sean Davis, the editor of the Federalist will be on the show. Cash Patel will be on the show. We'll ask Sean Davis, a very smart man and Cash Patel, of course, a former federal prosecutor. We'll see. Does this actually end the investigations into the Bidens? Could a Republican president reinvestigate? Because there sure as hell is plenty there. Here's the Marco Polo report on all of the federal statutes that have been violated by the Bidens. This Marco Polo report lists 53 crimes, which the DOJ could have charged Hunter Biden with. Instead, the DOJ decided to slap on the wrist one tax, one gun violation, two tax misdemeanors. None will result in any jail time. He's going to plead out and walk. What happens when we have a real administration in there? Could we reopen this? I want to know. I want to know. I mean, I get it. There's double jeopardy here, but he hasn't been charged with any of these crimes. Here they are. I mean, we can put up other things, like, for instance, Hunter Biden's gun form. You can see here that Hunter Biden's gun form, he lied. I mean, we have the evidence. We're not the DOJ. We're, we don't have all the, uh, we don't have billions in funding, but we do have two eyeballs and two thumbs to go through Twitter, and you can see Hunter Biden lying on his gun form. This should result in a 15-year sentence. This normally results, according to Brett Tolman, In a minimum of seven years in prison, lying on your federal nix form, which is what this is, the form says at the bottom here, I think uh, I think F says, are you addicted to a substance? And Hunter Biden goes, nah, not. Meanwhile, he's writing a memoir about how on crack he is. Searching through the carpet for Parmesan in order to try and smoke it. Strangely enough, ladies and gentlemen, the ATF was asked directly about this. The ATF stooge was dragged before Congress and was asked, hey, what what would happen to a normal American if they lied on your federal background check form? Here's that response. I think it's instructive in this moment.
5: Wilcox, if a person lies on form 4473 and, a user, and is a user of unlawful drugs, um, You can get between five to 10 years for that, is that correct? Is that my understanding?
0: No, I I believe Congress changed the uh, sentence uh, last Congress.
5: Uh, What is that sentence now? Up to 15. Up to 15 years. Uh, Why hasn't Hunter Biden been prosecuted for the crime that he committed? I'm not aware of the facts of that case and can't comment on it. Okay. Who do we talk to to see why this uh case is not being prosecuted? I mean, he said very clearly in his book that he used drugs, he had uh gun, a gun, at least a gun. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. your point of order. Totally irrelevant and not germane to this proceeding. Uh, he, sir, he's got his he's got his five minutes. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) I I understand why um, you do not want Mr. Wilcox to answer that question. It's very clear why you don't want, because there's a dual system of justice in America. That's what.
0: (laughs) Oh, Mr. Republican. I'm like, I'm like, listen, man, I'm glad. I don't know. I don't know. Who's like, who is that member of Congress? I'm not trying to dunk on this member of Congress. Good for you for asking the question. Good for you for getting the gotcha thing. But why didn't you, what, like, hold on. You got like an ATF guy there and you didn't press him when he says, I'm not familiar with the facts of that case. Oh, really? Isn't that your job, jackass? You're not familiar with the facts of the case? Uh, you, this isn't time to like laugh along. This is That's Washington General's style play. Harlem Globetrotter style play is, oh, okay, well then we're gonna defund you. And I'm going to make sure that you don't ever hold a federal position ever again. You, Mr. Man here, you're not familiar with the president's son lying on his federal NICS form. This is the most high profile lie to the federal government that we've seen in my lifetime. That's how you actually play hardball with these people. But they don't. They laugh along. They got their they get their little gotcha moment. They laugh along. I'm not trying to dunk on the guy. Tom Tiffany's his name from Wisconsin possibly Uh, like midwest nice but guys you got to go harder in the paint okay this show is going to be about going harder in the paint from now on all right we're asked real questions like for instance why they wrap this whole thing up they've been waiting five years okay they wait five years to do two misdemeanors it should have taken like 10 seconds misdemeanors and a gun charge and we've been showing you the evidence for the better part of a year why did it take so long Oh yeah, they did it right because the IRS whistleblowers, multiple IRS and FBI whistleblowers were starting to come forward and they needed to uh, do a little, a little uh, secular baptism on Hunter Biden, wash him clean of his sins before too many whistleblowers came forward, before too many people started asking too many questions. They needed to print in the headline, guilty and DOJ charged so that we all move along. We're not going to move along. Man, this IRS whistleblower came forward, literally risking his life, if you were to believe, uh, some of the fates of the other Biden whistleblowers, and said, I cannot believe the things I'm seeing right now. And this this is beyond the pale. They are legitimately saving Hunter Biden from the type of Prosecution that we would bring towards any other American. This whistleblower came forward, brave man, and he said this:
3: When I took control of this particular investigation, I immediately saw it—you know—was it way outside the norm of what what I've uh, experienced in
1: the past. Gary Shapley is a supervisory special agent for the IRS, where he's worked for fourteen years. In January twenty twenty, he was assigned to what he calls a high profile investigation. Who's the subject of the
0: investigation? I can't confirm or deny the the subject of this investigation.
1: Why not? Because, you know, part of the tax secrecy laws don't allow it. Shapley can't say it, but CBS News has learned the investigation was the probe of Hunter Biden by the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware. Senior Biden administration officials have vowed to let it run its course without interference.
0: It's not restricted in his investigation in any way.
1: But CBS News has obtained this letter Shapley's lawyers sent to Congress Monday, alleging irregularities in DOJ's handling of the investigation.
0: Oh, really? So right when the whistleblower comes forward from inside of the federal government, they just wash Hunter clean, in the words of Tucker Carlson, secular baptism. Rinsed of all sins, he's a new man. Right when Congress was starting to get whistleblowers coming through the door to testify, isn't that interesting? They wait five years, and as soon as the dam finally breaks on these guys, oh, out the door. See ya. Guilty. (laughs) See, guilty. Got it? Got it? Yeah. Have a great life, Hunter. Free as a bird. You know he's even free to continue to own a firearm. A right that you would be stripped of a right that I would be stripped of. Kevin McCarthy was having none of it. I'm proud to be professionally wrong about Kevin McCarthy. He's been very strong on these issues. Here's what he had to say.
3: Hunter Biden plea deal and your reaction.
5: My first reaction is it continues to show the two-tier system in America. If you are the president's leading political opponent, the DOJ tries to literally put you in jail and give you prison time. If you are the president's son, you get a sweetheart deal. Now, this does nothing to our investigation. It actually should enhance our investigation because the DOJ should not be able to withhold any information now saying that because of pending investigation, they should be able to provide Chairman Comer with any information that
0: he requires. So this actually accelerates the investigation. That's good. Again, I'm I'm personally curious as to what this does. What can you be charged with now? Does this mean that Hunter Biden is washed clean? Does this mean that Hunter Biden is, uh, in Joe Biden's words, the smartest guy he ever knows because he's able to skip the trials and the jail time that you would have served? Joe Biden on the reaction to Hunter Biden pleading guilty, to these misdemeanors and getting baptized by Merrick Garland in his secular DOJ said he's very proud of his son.
1: I'm very proud of my son.
0: So, he's very very proud of his son. Hmm. Where's the money, Joe? Where's the money? I hope you invested it wisely. Tucker Carlson ain't letting go of this. Man, Tucker Carlson released an absolute flamethrower yesterday. Uh, really good stuff. It's actually where I get the baptism metaphor that we've been using on the show because I thought it was perfect. You know, Tucker Carlson was Hunter Biden's neighbor that they lived next door to each other in a totally different universe in like 2012 in Washington, D.C. They were friends. They would like mow their lawns together. Tucker has some really valuable insight. I'm going to share it with you uh, in a moment. I, I really do hope that the Bidens diversified. Uh, you know, they did. Sons of bitches. They probably will get away with it. We'll see, though. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you, on the other hand, won't be so lucky. So you got to protect what's yours. You got to protect it right now. I'm not saying you're guilty of any crimes, far of violations, weapons, tax evasion, or otherwise. But you would be guilty of a crime of being stupid if you thought that the fiat currency that Joe Biden's in charge of uh, is upholding its value. It is not. The American dollar is actually worth less than it's ever been in mine or your lifetime. That is why you should diversify your investments, ladies and gentlemen. You should go to my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold can protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver. You can hold it in your hot little hands, or you could stare at it in the moonlight as the rays of the moon glisten off of it it's up to you what you do is your business but you should diversify now now is the time ladies and gentlemen call my friends at allegiance gold get up to five thousand dollars in free silver with a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithbenny.com today or give them a call at 844-790-9191 don't let the feds play monopoly with your money don't let joe biden be in charge of this cash because that's what that's what's led to this entire situation you let a Biden be in charge of some money, things didn't end well. But they did end well, I guess, for us, Tucker fans, because hot damn, they didn't give us one of the best episodes of Tucker. Here's his take on the absolving of sins of his uh, uh, former neighbor, Hunter Biden. racketeering, money laundering, wire fraud. Those are some of the crimes the Biden seemed to have committed in addition, of course, to selling out the United States for cash. So what would happen to them? Well, Donald Trump had an idea, quote, they'll hit Hunter with something small to make their strike on me look fair. Trump wrote that about two weeks ago, and it turned out those were prescient words. This morning, Hunter Biden pleaded guilty to pretty
5: much nothing. Biden pled to two misdemeanor tax evasion charges, then entered a diversion on a federal gun charge. That's it. As far as Merrick Garland's Justice Department is concerned, Hunter Biden is done. There was no pre-dawn raid carried live
0: simultaneously on CNN. There was no perp walk, no handcuffs, no press conference. Above all, there was no felony. Hunter Biden, who broke federal gun laws, can still carry a gun. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? And on the same day, on the very same day that Hunter Biden settles with the baby mama in arkansas well 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 they certainly are washing and absolving of sins inside of their uh, secular church here no perp walk no cuffs no press conference says tucker meanwhile the entire planet stops on a dime to watch donald trump get arrested again and again and again for jaywalking for putting his toothpick inside of the recycle bin where it doesn't belong, for whatever, for having the wrong skin color, which was allegedly Joe Biden's problem because Joe Biden had no problem locking up hundreds of thousands of black men for the same crimes his sons committed, or, nay, I say, for a scintilla of what his son actually committed on camera. Imagine the things that weren't recorded by Hunter. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the uh, legal experts that we turn to in times like this is Jonathan Turley, Fox News, not a uh, member of the MAGA uh, red hat movement. I think a Democrat, but a clear eyed legal scholar who uh, has very prescient advice in moments like this and was a little hot under the collar as it pertained to this slap on the wrist, uh, aberration of justice. Watch.
5: This plea deal does have all the uh, the makings of an avoidance of any jail time. But more importantly, it was an evasion of the more serious allegations facing Hunter Biden and the Biden family. So it is historic in the sense that the president's son is going to plead guilty to criminal acts. It is going to be uh, very controversial for critics. I think for many, this is going to look like you ticketed the getaway driver after a bank robber. You know, many people view the influence.
0: OK, so you're giving a ticket to the guy who drove the car after a bank robbery. What a perfect metaphor. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett Tolman wrote the uh, Federalist piece that we read through at the top of the show. Brett Tolman is on Twitter going on a rampage. The DOJ is violating its own internal policies. In this case, the Ashcroft memo requires that they charge the highest provable offense and seek consistent sentences with other cases brought by DOJ. This prosecution is an absolute laughable joke. Thousands have been sent to prison for long terms on the same charges. Brett Tolman, nice guy, friend of the show. Again, he has been on a total rampage. He was on Fox last night explaining what the Ashcroft memo means. We thought it was instructive in this moment.
1: John Ashcroft issued a memo and Eric Holder issued a memo as attorneys general. They indicated that you have to charge the highest, most reasonable, provable offense for for the evidence you have. Not one of these is the highest provable offense. The tax charges are misdemeanors that are rarely, if ever, brought when involving millions of dollars. I've never seen a diversion on a gun charge. And the reason, Jesse, is DOJ has a policy that they will not divert. And that means they'll get rid of the felony if you'll behave. They don't divert in gun crimes because they've specifically exempted it. You have to have special permission. So all of this was manipulation. And let's say they they ignored the laptop. We already know that they didn't follow any of the transactions involving the money. They're not doing what's called sourcing. Sourcing follows money. And if it went out of one bank account and into somebody else's or into an LLC, then you have conspiracy and you have money laundering and wire fraud. And all of that comes with years in federal prison.
0: Man, years in federal prison. Boy, sounds like a uh, dual form of justice. It sounds like a massive cover-up. It sounds like somebody's gotten to work. Somebody didn't do their job inside of the Trump administration. And now, of course, we've left it to the Bidens to prosecute themselves. What a joke, ladies and gentlemen. What an insult to you. What a demoralization. Uh, And they want you to be demoralized. They wish for you to look at this situation and say, it's all hopeless ladies and gentlemen, don't do that. Don't do it. Because to do that would be to give up. We're not going to give up. And neither will our next guest. Sean Davis is the publisher of The Federalist. And he joins us now. Sean, thank you for doing such great work on this. We've been reading The Federalist, um a lot lately, and um, you've provided some incredible clarity. Brett Tolman had a great piece we read at the top of the show talking about how this is simply a cover up uh, for the Bidens and for their crimes. Uh, you clearly agree with that since you published it. Can you talk us through uh, your take here?
4: Well, I think Brett is exactly right. And I think uh, what people instinctively feel about this is is what's correct. Look, Hunter Biden could have been charged at any point over the last five, six years for these crimes. The, the gun crime isn't new. The tax evasion wasn't new. Prosecutors had these for years. I mean, back before the, the 2020 election, they had these. So the question is, why are these charges being brought now? It, it didn't take three, four, five years for them to build this case. What happened was that they never actually planned on charging Hunter Biden with anything. They're gonna let him skate on everything. And the heat got a little too much with what these whistleblowers have been putting out, um, what they've been sharing with Congress about potential bribes through Hunter to the Biden family in exchange for official favors and policy. And they needed something, some sort of diversion, something to make everything look appropriate, like they're treating Republicans and Democrats the same, like they're treating Trump and Biden the same. So they thought, hey, let's just throw these ticky tack charges out. We'll make sure they're not felonies. We'll make sure they're all pled down to misdemeanors. And then on, on the the most ridiculous one, the gun charge, which is something that people get sent to prison for years for doing, uh, they're not even gonna actually charge him. They're gonna do what's called a, a pretrial diversion, which if he pretends to be a good boy for the next couple years, I, I think which means if he just retains his last name, uh, they won't even put that on his record. So it, it's all being done to give the imprimatur of fairness and rule of law, when actually what it's doing is proving what a corrupt joke DOJ is and proving that this entire thing is a cover-up for the Biden family corruption.
0: So how much can the cover-up baptize Hunter Biden of his sins, right? As Tucker Carlson said last night, like the, this is a this is a secular baptism. You are washed clean, and no one can ever come, at, a life of sin, and now you can walk. Uh, is there any chance, and I think there's an article here at The Federalist uh, written by your and my uh you're my dual friend, Chris Bedford, Hunter Biden's plea deal is a cover up disguised as justice. So what does this mean in the long term for Hunter? Is there no chance that James, James Comer's investigation could result in anything now? Is there no chance that a Republican DOJ and a new DOJ could have a fresh look at these crimes?
4: No, I I don't think it eliminates the chance of doing that. The only thing that accomplishes that, uh, well, there's two things. One would be a trial and an acquittal. And then the other would be a presidential pardon. Um, uh, I wouldn't put it past Biden to part his own son because he's such a dirtbag and who knows how many crimes he's committed that we don't even know about. Um, So I, I don't think it's out of the question going forward. The problem is how badly did people inside DOJ sabotage this? because let's say Hunter's charged in the future for having been a bad man for his dad's uh, corrupt family business. Uh, what will happen in discovery is defense will come in and they'll find all kinds of stuff, little landmines, I, I presume, planted by uh, Biden attorneys at DOJ saying, oh, th- this never happened, or we don't think this is a crime. There, there's little things they can do to sabotage future cases, which I'm sure they've done, but I don't think anything here precludes future prosecution. They, they didn't give him a pardon. He wasn't acquitted of anything. They're just trying to sweep everything under the rug and hope nobody goes looking for it later.
0: Do you have any new insights as to what's going on in Delaware? Uh, apparently, the investigation is ongoing. Is that true? Do, is there an update on that? So there's
4: there's two things going on here. So what happened yesterday is when the news was released, you had Biden's attorneys saying, hey, we're in the clear. They said the investigation is over. They're not charging him with anything else. And then you had David Weiss. You know, we can't figure out if he is uh, – if he's a corrupt uh, stooge or if he's like Inspector Clouseau, uh, just absolutely incompetent, I, I tend towards the, the former. I think he's corrupt, uh, and he's been part of a cover-up the whole time. But he put out this statement yesterday contradicting Biden's attorneys and saying, oh, no, no, no the investigation is still ongoing. Well, I, I don't think Weiss is doing anything. He's not investigating anything. And, and in fact, we know that it was uh, at DOJ's insistence that a bunch of the investigators at IRS looking into this case uh, we're taken off the case. Um, so no, it, Weiss isn't investigating anything. What he is doing is he is trying to use the pretext of an ongoing investigation to prevent Congress from getting its hands on documents and doing oversight and accountability on what Weiss and his office are done. So it's a total smoke job. Nobody believes that Weiss is actually continuing to dig into the Biden family corruption. He's just using that as an excuse to stonewall Congress.
0: So speaking of the stonewalling, all right, so Jamie Comer wants to move forward. Congress does what? They refer to the DOJ for charging. And do you, do you see anything ever actually happening there?
4: Well, there's a lot they can do. They they can still get information and documents. I suspect Grassley has seen a lot more than he's been letting on uh, because he seems pretty furious about this. In, in fact, recall, he's the one who put out that the DOJ, when showing this uh, whistleblower revelation about bri- bribery, showing this document to Congress— that uh, DOJ and FBI redacted out that, that the source uh, pointed to or mentioned tapes, uh, two of which apparently included Biden's voice in them talking about crimes. So there's lots Congress can still do. But, but if we're talking about having people found in contempt, uh, which is something that, that a committee would have to do, then Congress would have to find someone in contempt. Nothing happens at that point uh, other than the charge being referred to DOJ. And then it would be a DOJ that would have to decide to take it up and determine, yeah, we're going to charge this person in federal court uh, with contempt. Now, we know Democrats never do that to themselves. Eric Holder was held in contempt for defying congressional subpoenas. They didn't do anything. But when Steve Bannon and Mark Meadows claiming executive privilege uh, chose not to share documents because they have been instructed by lawyers not to, DOJ came after them. So no, DOJ is, is a Democrat DNC protection racket. Uh, so if Congress is looking at contempt, which I think they should do. People who are contemptible and who are uh, showing contempt for Congress and ignoring the law, they should be found in contempt. But we shouldn't expect uh, this corrupt DOJ to do anything about it after that.
0: So there is a time called a Republican administration where we we are presumably in charge of the Department of Justice, the FBI and so forth. It, it it really does fall. It makes me very angry. And the, the top of the show, uh, you know, we talked about the Washington Generals and the Harlem Globetrotters and how the Republican Party has just been the Washington Generals. We're just the heels. We're the stooges. We're like the dumbasses who are like on the court to be made fun of. And they just dunk on us and they play by their own rules and they break every rule and they win every game by 100 points. And even when we're in charge, because Hunter Biden was being investigated throughout the entire Trump administration effectively, we don't have the balls in our shorts to act, the testicular fortitude to actually push forward with something, to get on message about something, to bring a charge against Hunter Biden when presumably we control the Justice Department. What the hell is wrong with Republicans? I mean, are we just doomed to being the Washington generals forever? <laughs>
4: Yeah, I, I joke. I, I love sports metaphors, too, that uh, in Washington, the Republican leadership and establishment, they're, they're never actually interested in winning. They just want to beat the spread. They'll yeah. go out there and they'll say, hey, the Globetrotters were supposed to beat us by 100. And we only <laughs> lost by like 80. Aren't we <laughs> awesome? You should reelect us. We're great. No, and it's because so many of them are feckless. Like, have you heard a word from Mitch McConnell uh, no. about what's going on against Trump? Have you heard a word from him uh, about what's happening with Biden and the bribes? No, we hear a lot from him about Ukraine and about uh, how we need to shovel a whole bunch more money that we don't have to uh, his defense contractor friends. Uh, But we don't hear anything about them going to bat for this actual stuff. And remember, the main issue here isn't Hunter Biden. I could give two craps about Hunter Biden. He's just another idiot crackhead uh, uh, doing stupid nonsense. The problem here is that Hunter was a bad man uh, for the Biden family business, which was selling influence in exchange for favors. Now, recall, they did a a multi-year investigation of Trump uh, alleging that he was owned by the russians which was nonsense but we have actual evidence that hunter was collecting money on behalf of his family uh in which the family was doing official government favors to get that money that's a huge problem this family is taking money from uh, the moscow mayor what hunter biden was uh representing what he called the uh, effing spy chief of china patrick ho he was, he was never disclosing that. He was never out there uh, registering as a foreign agent, which he clearly was. That's the problem here is that we seem to have a government that's for sale. Uh, and nobody seems to care because as long as the government's run by Dems, it doesn't matter.
0: So w- what does that mean for Republicans going forward? I am a firm believer that when Gen Xers and millennials actually take control of the party and push the McConnells like out that things will change. I've even seen in McCarthy like a like a, a different approach to these things. And I, I, I do believe that this won't be the case going forward, um, but maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm, you know, maybe it's copium. I'm not sure. Like, do you see a Republican Party going forward that would say, no, actually, special counsel. That's the only thing that the Bidens require, a special counsel with some guy in charge of it. And we're going to actually get to the bottom of this um, why did we not have the capacity to do that? Donald Trump made one phone call to Zelensky and then everyone retreated. As soon as they had said, you're over the target, everyone retreats, right? Like the, the common Washington generals playbook.
4: Yeah, I, I do feel like it's changing. Uh, you, you especially look at, at the new generation of people come in, look at just people yeah. like Josh Hawley, look at, at yes. Katie Vance. These guys are done with the nonsense. And, and the problem is we still have a bunch of calcified dinosaurs in charge so i i think in the party the tide is changing what i worry about is whether we're running out of time uh there's a great uh quote from from the old economist uh Keynes, who said the markets can stay insolvent uh markets can stay irrational longer than you can stay solvent and i'm i'm worried that this nation's uh gonna go down the tubes before we actually have a chance to save it it's like the time is now we don't have 10 years we don't have five years Uh, A a government that goes and throws its enemies in jail, censors people it doesn't like, and then protects its princelings, that's not a government that's going to last.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, hopefully this version of our government doesn't last, actually, because this version of our government uh, is really not what this country was found. I mean, I, I don't recognize the American government anymore, but I'm also tired of playing for the Washington Generals. I'm also very, very tired. <laughs> I'll be Amen. on the losing team with no ability to just say A special counsel like during the Trump years. No ability to just say special counsel or here's an actual investigation like this was crooked as hell. Like we're gonna do our best. How
4: about we just impeach him? How about we just impeach him? Start impeaching people. That's what they did over nothing. Maybe we just start impeaching people and making their lives
0: miserable. I look forward to your essay in The Federalist uh, about that. And I look forward to everyone watching right now following Sean on his Twitter, which is a must read there. 370,000 followers. We can get up to 400,000. Come on. Let's do it. Uh, And also reading The Federalist, which is a must read every single morning uh sean thank you so much for joining the program godspeed
4: always a pleasure thanks sir
0: ladies and gentlemen if you want actual speed you should join us on Patriot Mobile, Patriot Mobile is America's number one cell phone coverage carrier for Christians, for conservatives, for people that actually love free speech, and people that actually love their country. You should join us, even when we are inside of uh, Kensington neighborhood of Philadelphia. We have great service. Patriot Mobile has the most reliable service in the country, and they're also the only free speech. Religious freedom, sanctity of life, Second Amendment, military veteran first responder supporting cell phone company that is 100% U.S.-based. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Benny today to get free activation today with the offer code Benny, PatriotMobile.com slash Benny. So somebody who is uh, calling in to say uh, this ain't going away is James Comer. Now, I'm particularly scared that the balloon will be popped. And that was the point of this little Hunter Biden psyop up here. And the balloon will be popped and no one will ever care about Hunter Biden again. Hunter Biden is the key that unlocks the Biden crime family. The DOJ is trying a cover up here. And James Comer is saying, it ain't going to work. It's not going to work for me. James Comer says that there are new documents that have just been revealed to him by the FBI. And well, now that the DOJ has charged Hunter Biden, well, then we should be able to get all documents because they're no longer part of an ongoing investigation, right? Jack Wagons, here's James Comer.
1: Well, unfortunately, we saw a lot of redactions in these documents. I would estimate that 55 to 60% of the two documents were redacted. Also, uh, the, we, the way I knew about these two documents that the FBI initially denied having was that there were footnotes in the original document that the whistleblower brought to Grassley and I. And in the footnotes, they were one, they referenced two other 1023s, one dated 2017 and one dated 2018. The two documents that they provided me today that were heavily redacted. The one thing that wasn't redacted was the date, and both dates were 2017. So I asked them to bring wow. me the 2018 one, and it's just a complete waste of my time. It's another example of the FBI stalling, stonewalling, doing everything they can to obstruct the House Oversight Committee's credible investigation of Biden bribery.
0: What's going to go on next? What's going to happen next? What is the DOJ going to do? What is the FBI going to do? when it comes to James Comer. And where does the Biden crime family go next? Joe Biden still saying the Hunter's the smartest guy I know. And Joe Biden just moments ago saying that he's really proud of his son. He's very, very proud of Hunter. Can we play that clip one more time? Just a reminder, his son just pled guilty, even though the charges were were, were literally nothing, touching him with a feather, he still pled guilty to these things. And Joe Biden says, He's very proud of his son for pleading guilty. Watch. I'm very proud of my son. Hmm. I know somebody who's not very proud of Hunter Biden. I know somebody who is uh, bewildered, shocked, amazed, and uh, blown away, I think, in the the very literal sense of the term, uh, if you were to read his Truth Social feed, uh, because he knows what should really be happening here with these kind of offenses. That man's name is Cash Patel. That man is a fighter. That man is somebody who has been a federal prosecutor, and that man will shed, shed some true light on this case right now. Cash Patel joins the show. Uh Cash, thank you for being on the program. Uh, you've been you've been snapping. On through social, we're going to put some of your truths up here on screen, but I just want to hand it over to you, man. You're the one who's been the federal prosecutor. What I really want to talk about is what should have happened here. Like for the next 100,000 Americans that are charged with tax crimes or gun crimes, like what would you have expected to happen?
2: Hey, Benny, it's great to be with you. And I'll just tell you what does happen. Not only was I national security prosecutor, but I was a federal public defender in the Southern District of Florida. I handled hundreds of these gun charges hundreds, and they were all tied to a narcotics related issue. And the average sentence for my indigent clients who are minorities was three to five years in federal prison, flat out. And why? Because Congress rightly so legislated anyone who has a drug addiction or gambles with narcotics and possesses a firearm should be off the streets. That's not logic. That's just simple math. And so when you have the disparate treatment between minorities and then you bring in, oh, let's say a white son of a white president of a white attorney general. And I'm not saying this is about race. I bring that up because of the irony of this entire situation. Where is the ACLU and the liberals who are raging to get gun crimes sentences reduced Mm -hmm. during the Trump administration, which we actually did for minorities, by the way, separate issue, versus how Joe Biden's son was treated. And I don't care if uh, fathers are proud of his son. Of course, every father is going to say that. I'm not going to knock Joe Biden for that. But when you have guys like Representative Dan Goldman, AKA Schiff Jr., coming out and saying the same thing, like they're, they're proud that Hunter Biden took responsibility. No, he didn't take responsibility. Remember, this is a key distinction. Hunter Biden will never be charged with a federal gun offense, ever. He got pretrial diversion. The only person that can authorize that in this instance is the attorney general. My clients got no pretrial diversion, and they cooked the books to get it. The only way you get pretrial diversion is you have no criminal history, no more criminal culpability, and you are an actual drug addict. Okay, so which is it, Hunter? You're a drug addict now? Is that what you're admitting to the world? Because you can't get it retroactively under the law and say, I was a drug addict five years ago. Please give me this sweetheart deal. You can't have it both ways. But if you're in Joe Biden's political justice system and you're his kid, you can have it every way.
0: So, yeah, and I mean, don't look too far into the Hunter Biden laptop. You'll realize he did have it every every other way. And uh, maybe human sex trafficking is something he should be charged with next here at the DOJ, at your DOJ, Mm -hmm. the place where you worked the laws that confined and constrained you will pop them on screen here for pre-trial diversion we went we went and hunted a little bit on the daily yeah, website that. and what do you know here number three accused of an offense involving brandishing the use of a firearm well hot damn cash I've seen Hunter Biden brandish a firearm while while being uh strung out on crack I mean in the same video he uh, he's weighing his crack. Yeah. So wh- what the hell? I mean, here's the here's the DOJ website. Okay, this ain't this ain't me. This ain't you. This ain't True Social. This is the Department of Justice website.
2: Look, you, you, no one's talking about this, and this is. I'm glad you brought it up. This is not the only DOJ thing they violated. Shall exclude any individual accused of offense involving brandishing a firearm. Shall, in legal terminology, is must. It's not arbitrary or up to the person behind the microscope. It is must. So not only did they violate their own policy here when it's convenient to them, they violated the Ashcroft memo. The Ashcroft memo has guided prosecutors for more than two decades. It simply states, and it's still in effect today, a federal prosecutor must bring the highest charge that they can prosecute an individual with when they decide to charge it. The plea bargain process is later and separate. So the fact that I believe they violated the Ashcroft memo because they gave him Hunter pass on the bribery, on the other gun charges, on the possible sex trafficking charges, on the possible disgusting sexual uh, relations he had with maybe underage women and others. And all of those crimes related to the laptop itself and other narcotics issues, they didn't charge him. They violated the Ashcroft memo. And I know, I'm glad you, you know, it's ironic that you brought this up to me because I used to take that I used to get that shoved in my face when I asked for pretrial diversion for indigent defendants who had no money and were minorities and brandished a gun. The federal government would be like, no, look at our policy. It says, no, your guy waved a gun. Five years. Bye. Wow. Oh. So we just make exceptions when it's, you know, the, the son of Joe Biden. The two tier system of justice is. It's tragically in America here to stay unless Congress acts and. You know I'm quite frankly sick and tired of congressional leadership failing to cure this evil.
0: Yeah the top of the show the top of the show we talk about the Washington generals and how like you know we're just we're just the foil like the, the, the there's never any fight ever put up against the Harlem Globe Trotters they just dunk on us and make us look like idiots every mm-hmm. single time And I suppose this is my legal question for you today. We can rant and rave and scream, two-tiered justice. They don't care if we call them names. They don't care if we call them out on this. They're still gonna get the result that they want, which is Hunter Biden being baptized of all sins, right? He's a new man. Is he? And that's my question for you. Could a Republican administration uh, look into the sex crimes? Could they look into FARA violations? of violations. Could they look into or crack open the laptop again, or has it been officially unplugged?
2: No, of course they can. And it just matters with the statute of limitations on the certain crimes, whether it's five years, 10 years, or what have you, the more severe the crime, the longer the statute of limitations goes. So they could look at those offenses, but that wouldn't happen until the earliest January, 2025, which is why Congress needs to be doing all the work. Subpoena, everybody John Durham forgot to subpoena. Subpoena, Hunter Biden. And when he says, I'm going to take the fifth, you know what you do? You use the rules the January 6th committee taught us about the power of congressional subpoenas. You force feed him immunity and then he cannot hide anymore. And you put him on blast for the world to see, because that's the only accountability you're going to get. That is firsthand information of either a Hunter Biden lying under oath or copping to everything because he was immune. And then the people will know at the polls in 2024 that the election was rigged multiple times by Joe Biden's administration. But the Republicans in Congress, they don't want to exert this type of leadership. They don't want to take the money from the FBI and DOJ. And I'm sick and tired of them saying, oh, they, just, they gave us a redacted document. What, were you born last night? Of course they gave you a redacted document because you spent 47 days writing nice letters and bedtime notes to say, pretty please give me this document. And then when they violated a congressional subpoena, you didn't refer them to DOJ, you didn't hold them in contempt, you didn't take their money, you wrote another letter. It's outrageous. You know, I'm the biggest cheerleaders for these guys in Congress. And I've told them, call me if you need help. I ran Russiagate, I'll do it for free. But none of these people wanna do the actual work of taking the Democrats to the max. And if they don't do that, this will not be cured by 2024. I mean, we have a long way to go before President Trump is reelected again. And a lot more hurt is coming for this country if you just think they're going to stop now because they got Hunter uh, dealt with. This is just a tragic confluence of events. And I'm so disappointed in Republican leadership in Congress right now. I can't even begin to tell you.
0: Cash, you've been on the show like 3 dozen times. I love you, man. Like I've never seen this fired up. I and mean, I've never seen you this like pissed off. Uh, yeah, I you know, mean, look. I mean, it's right not even, so obviously, but like it's not real, a
2: Democrat I, or Republican thing, right? Like yeah. I was in for 16 years. Like how hard is it to promise people the truth and deliver on it? If you're, if you're privileged to serve in government and you're privileged to be elected to serve in government, then get off the airwaves and stop being on primetime TV and giving me the same empty epithet over and over again. I know there's a two-tier system of justice. I proved it years ago. What are you doing to fix it? Why are you going to Speaker McCarthy to say, I'm not giving Chris Ray $10 million for his G5 that the taxpayers pay for, or his 10 Cadillac escapade fleet. We're gonna take those toys away too. When are you going to go do that? What are they going to say? We're not in power anymore. I mean, it's unbelievable what I had to go through and dozens, if not thousands of other Americans who received congressional subpoenas, grand jury subpoenas. My legal bills are in the 300 plus thousand range. I'm not saying the Republicans should punish people by doing that. But they did it and they got their information and false narrative out. We have the truth on our side and we don't want to take it to the mats for these people. So in a short time, I'm just gonna start blasting Republicans by name. I don't really care anymore.
0: Good for you. I do want to try as hard as we can on this program, and you've always been good with this, but like projecting what could what could happen next if we got our act together. So you're saying mm-hmm. that there could be a special counsel, you could put in a Republican administration mm-hmm. 2025 seems like an eternity, but what can you you know what what can you do? Uh you could have actually a special counsel look into this. You could actually have a special counsel appointed. This does not unplug Hunter Biden's laptop forever. He could still be culpable for sex trafficking and pharaoh yeah. violations. He could still be culpable for all of the numerous Marco Polo crimes. I think there's hundreds of them, maybe 600 mm-hmm. uh, crimes and statutes. that Those don't all go away bye-bye overnight. It, it, am I hearing that correctly? Because I am not the legal professional.
2: Yeah, and look, not only do those not go away overnight, it's an extension of who is investigating Hunter Biden. Remember, we're talking about the corrupt government gangsters that allowed this due process to be destroyed and a two-tier system of justice created. The same architects from Russiagate, Lisa Monaco, John Carlin, Comey's disciple, McCabe, Peter Strzok, all all their disciples, are all running these investigations and running these rigged operations. So if Congress would simply subpoena everybody that John Durham said he didn't subpoena for some reason, which is a whole nother story as to why you wouldn't subpoena conspirators in a criminal case that you're investigating, I've never heard of a prosecutor doing that. Congress locks them in to testify. And when they say, I'm going to take the fifth, you force feed them immunity and they got to come in. And then there is no out. And then when they lie under oath, which they will do because they do it because they think they will never get caught or nothing will happen to them. The conspiracy then statute tolls and it keeps going. This is how you keep it connected to 2024. What do you think Andy McCabe, James Comey, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Charles Dolan, Danchenko, and all these other people are going to say under oath? What are they going to get their stories together? No, they have too big of an ego to ever think that they did any wrong. But at the end of the day, the ironic thing is they destroyed our system of justice and America's catching on, which is the good part. But I think America's getting equally frustrated with the lack of accountability from Congress. We fought tooth and nail to get the Republican majority. They're delivering on some things. Don't get me wrong. I've been their champion when they do. But I'll also call them out when they fail. And what are we in the summer of 2023 already? I haven't. Oh, we're not going to impeach Chris Ray now because why? He gave you a document that was 50 percent redacted. So you go on TV and complain that you didn't know he was going to give you a document that was 50 percent redacted. Where are the audio recordings? Why don't you have them? Your constitutional oversight mandate requires you to get them and you owe them to us, the American people.
0: So the American people, it seems, were owed a Republican Party. That is more than the Washington Generals. That is more than just the the heels, the stooges, mm-hmm. the the goofs mm-hmm. th- to get dunked on. And hopefully we'll get that. I do have a I do have a question for you because I'm I'm legitimately curious, Cash. I want to know. It's and you, you know Donald Trump very very well. Donald Trump said because you'd be in you'd be in jail to Hillary Clinton. The world loved it. Probably the most famous line ever said in any presidential debate. Ever, I think it's inarguable. Donald Trump knew. We went through the entire phone call with Zelensky. We yeah. went through. We read the whole thing on air a couple of days ago. Donald Trump knew about all of this. Clearly, he doesn't need to tell me. He knew. He knew about uh, Burisma. He knew about Hunter. He knew about Joe. He knew about Ukraine. Trump knew. You can see it. You can read it. Why wasn't there a special counsel uh, put in place? To look into the Bidens, was uh, maybe you could, I mean, it's just an open question. That's yeah. my ultimately yeah. my question. Like, what? Like, why not? Like, like you, y'all clearly knew that these people were corrupt as hell.
2: Absolutely, and look, like I talk about in government gangsters, it's not just a Republican or Democrat thing. These people are institutionalists. Bill Barr, Rod Rosenstein, Chris Ray, Mark Esper, Gina Haspel. Those are all Republicans and Republican appointees. And the reason it's a confluence of events that sort of happened. Donald Trump was never in government and people in government were like, these are career guys. They're going to help us uphold the law and right the ship. So he trusted them. You can't really fault him for that. Some of these people and the problem is they all knew they all knew the Russiagate scam had happened and was on their watch and they had the ability, Bill Barr specifically could have had the ability to issue special counsels, speed up the Hunter Biden probe, a five year investigation for two misdemeanor tax frauds. Are you kidding me? When does that ever happen in what country? Well, 2023 America. So the problem was personnel. Um, but I don't lay it at, at, at Donald Trump's feet entirely because he trusted the government to do the work. And now the American public knows when he goes back in, it has to be a warrior squad of grade A Americans who don't care about the left or the right, but care about the truth and prosecuting criminals in government as much as we prosecute criminals outside of government. And, Benny, you know this. You're around. We got the bench. It's there. This next go around, we just got to pick from them and not from the corrupt uh, swamp monsters in and around D.C. Hey, I'll give you a perfect example. Russiagate. Gina Haspel was CIA station chief when Russiagate launched. On her watch, which needed her authorization, she was CIA station chief in London. Rod Rosenstein covered up the Russiagate scandal and prevented Devin Nunes and I investigation from going forward by balking congressional subpoenas. Chris Ray then became the director of the FBI and withheld documentation on Russiagate. Do you know where Gina Haspel and Rod Rosenstein now work? at Chris Ray's former law firm where he was a named partner. It is not a coincidence. And Bill Barr is on the sidelines on his precious book tour to make oodles of money at the expense of his former bar. Hey, why did you take the job in the first place? It's not like these guys didn't know for three years who Donald Trump was. They took it to protect the institution and in doing so, destroy America's faith in our constitutional republic. They are the biggest enemies of the state. Not the ones I manhunted for years.
0: Man, I mean, you've seen a lot of that. Tucker's been going hard against Pompeo and against sort of the grifters inside yeah. of the administration who were there as like a psyop, who were there because being president's a very busy job. Trump can't micromanage everything. Yeah. And they were just there to like essentially uh betray him at every turn. And now that's what you're now that's what you're seeing. But ultimately it's not about Trump. It was about betraying us. Like us, the American people at the very least wanted Trump to have a fair shot at a first administration, like a first term Mm. to see what the guy could do. And then, of course, we have the ability to hold him into account if we don't like what he did. But I feel like we didn't even get a Trump first term because he was just kneecapped at every turn by the people working in his administration, as you just detailed. Uh, It would sure be nice to just see what a real Donald Trump term would look like uh, without the kneecapping. It sure would be nice to have seen Bill Barr... Uh, investigate Hunter Biden. This, this all these investigations happened while Bill Barr was in charge of the DOJ. No, you're right.
2: And 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 that's you know, you know me, I'm not a big guy uh, into writing, but that's what forced me to write Government Gangsters, my new book which is on presale at governmentgangsters.com. Donald Trump called it the Roadmap to Winning in 2024 and the deep state prevented its release. Forget this Benny. Nine months, the government failed to release my manuscript for nine months. I sued them in federal court last month, and I won and forced the release and forced it to go to print. Why do you think these guys didn't want this book to come out? And today, for the first time ever, there's an article with an excerpt from chapter three of my book about the judicial process. What we've been talking about, it's all it's, it's tragic, but the good thing is it's solvable. And I give you the solutions agency by agency, department by department, what congressional levers to pull, what executive branch levers to pull, how we fix the DOJ, FBI, CIA, DOD, how we remove the weaponization, how we take out the woke industry, and how we return government to serving for the American people. Um, but you can order it now, governmentgangsters.com. It's up. It'll be out this summer, finally. And um, I'll get you the link to that uh, three chapter three. Your audience can uh, check it out. It's over on Gateway Pundit. Um, just put up an article on it.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Also fight with cash.com and follow cash on truth social where he's been spitting fire. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to go to the experts. You got to go to people that actually have solutions here, uh, as cash was talking about, not just, not just making sound bites on cable news, but like actual solutions. and cash Patel is one of them. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks, here. Benny.
2: Appreciate Godspeed. it.
0: Godspeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we do our best here. So, I mean, like, it's probably just like the jet lag and stuff. Like, I don't mean to be a doomer. I don't want to be a doomer on this program. I don't. It's probably just being in a blue city for so long. Like, I was in a blue city for the last 24 hours. I don't want to be a doomer. It's all broken. It's all rigged. It's important to state the problem. And if you can see a problem clearly, you can come up with a solution. And so I'm not sitting here trying to be depressing or like say that we'll never win again and nothing. We're all doomed. I'm not black. I'm not black pilled. okay? I'm not, I'm not. But I do want to talk about problems when we have them and then bring on people who have the solutions. Cash Patel, Sean Davis, doing some of the best reporting and or thinking on these problems in our country, saying, hey, we are facing a real issue right now. And we got to take it head on. And ladies and gentlemen, we may not have justice in this world. We often say this, but we shall have justice in the end. We shall have justice, perhaps not in this life, but in the next. Because God is just and we serve a just God. And so we will have a, a verse of the day, especially on shows like today, when it seems like there is no justice to, at the very least, ring some truth in your ears. Ephesians 2.8, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is a gift from God. Ladies and gentlemen, accept that gift from God, that faith that he is in control. God asks in the Old Testament, show me one good man and I'll save the entire city. I'll save the entire nation. Show me one good man. Will you be that good person? Will you be that person who walks by faith? I certainly hope so, ladies and gentlemen, and we shall walk With you, onward and ever forward. It's your boy, Benny. This is The Benny Show. See ya.